0: Welcome to another episode of Don't Fuck with the Original. I'm your host, Caspa. I am your other host, Becky Rimlin, here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because Wednesdays are for
1: podcasts. Yes. And we're doing Bloody Mary, Bloody,
0: Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Mary. There's so many mirrors in those...
1: this room, and I forgot. But we're not going we to look at any of them, so. Get fucked, like, in the first three seconds of the fucking episode. I got chills on my back. Everybody, everybody's like, no, guys. (laughs) This is going to be our last recording. (laughs) There will be no more after this. We're going to be dead. Uh, Oh, hey, look at that. Fuck! Um,
0: no, no. no, no. <laughs> um, I do have a story that I will share that it worked for me. Yeah. But, I'm excited um, to hear
1: that. Cause I was guys, I'll be honest. Obviously I've done I obviously, obviously <laughs> no that was <laughs> not <laughs> the word. In it. Uh, I used to go to like sleepovers and stuff when I was a kid, have sleepovers at my house with girls when I was younger. And I was too chicken shit to do that stuff in the mirror. I never did the Candyman thing. I never did. Did you fucking... do as a lot of the feather stuff as a board? We never did that. I know you said that worked for you. It worked for me too. But apparently I've just had no. We never you know? did that. And I never, we never did that, but I never did like the Bloody Mary thing was always the big thing. Of course, Candyman, because the movie was popular at the time in the nineties. But Bloody Mary was the huge thing, and I was such a chicken shit. Like I just would not do it. And I think it probably had more to do for me, which obviously I didn't share this because I thought I'm even more of a weirdo. Don't need to make that worse. Um, I was we are already seeing <laughs> I was already seeing spirits by that age. I started seeing spirits when I was six. So by the time like eight, nine, ten years old when I'm going to like friends' houses and stuff, I didn't want to play those games because I had already had experiences with seeing spirits so I full-on believed in that shit and I wanted nothing to do with that if it was real so I was like let's play with fire let's do it
0: I'm ready <laughs> especially being raised where only demons
1: exist see I know for you and that not spirits me, maybe it's because for you I don't Oh, and I feel like I wanted being to know. raised more religious, like, was there just, was it, because see, I wasn't. So I don't know if maybe because I was more experienced in knowing about the, ser- the spiritual side versus mm-hmm. the religious side, that that made me less, like, it took away of me wanting to do it, but it made you more curious in wanting to do it. Because we weren't allowed to talk about, well, ghosts weren't a thing.
0: Ghosts don't exist. Right. Uh, only demons exist. Right. And for those of you who are that what the hell, they teach that demons take the role of ghosts to basically trick people into thinking what happened thinking about what happens after the afterlife. Right. Because they believe in heaven or hell and that's it. So coming from a viewpoint of that, I get it. Um but like I said, te- Lorraine Warren changed my life because I also saw my grandpa, felt my grandpa, still do to this day. Right. But now I understand what's going on. Um, but I was like, there's no way a demon would take on the- my grandfather. And especially after feeling what an actual demon feels like. hmm <laughs> It's very, very different. And, you know, my sister pointed out something. She's like, well, okay. Well, if a demon can shapeshift into whatever they want, because they can. That's yes. the truth. She's like, why couldn't they make you feel like they're something that they're not? And I'm like, you're very right. But I said, if you actually look into it deeper, demons will take, most of the time they take a child, the form of a child. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, every single time, you will still feel something wrong and you will still feel something off about that child yeah. or about the place. Yeah. I'm like, you will never walk into a building that, does not have a, that has a demon and not feel something. Especially when you are a very spiritual person. So I said, I've never once felt anything negative in grandma's house. Never. Right. It's always been grandpa. So, And I
1: think you have more, like you said, mm-hmm. you're not as susceptible if you have more of an advantage of being more spiritual or being open to being more spiritual to knowing. And I feel like, too, that's another thing. I feel like, too, if you have a special connection with someone that there would be giveaways like you would know if that was your family member versus a demon Mm -hmm. i feel like there would be there would be a dead giveaway like they could and i take it you know you even see it in glimpses of it in movies like insidious 3 where like as much as that girl wanted to connect with her mother she knew she started to realize pretty quickly on that obviously whatever she had made contact with was not her mom. Like you're going to, you're going to know. I feel like a demon, a demon you'll know if it's somebody that is close to you that you'll, that you've lost, there'll be a giveaway. You'll, you'll know eventually you'll figure it out. And And demons, demons can't fully feel
0: happy. Yeah. So you're going to, you're going to know something's off. You're going to know something's wrong. And like just like when we were at the reformatory, that one area—I'm not saying it was a demon. I don't think it was a demon, but no, no, still, no, no, no. you true. knew something was wrong. Like there was a yeah. an off feeling, and even though a demon can shape shift and become something different to make you think something different,
1: they're still going to feel something's off, something will be off. And we've gone this before. If you guys have listened to other podcasts, that there is, or in if you're new to us, welcome. Uh, <laughs> but. We've mentioned before that there is a significant difference between negative spirits and negative energies uh, versus demons. Two totally different. One is human, one is non-human. Like, there's just, yeah, that's a big difference. Uh, yeah, and until so, you
0: really feel the difference between the two, you don't fully understand it. But mm-hmm. I highly recommend not going that route. <laughs> you don't need to know. <laughs> It's just absolute hopelessness. Mm. That's just what it is, if Mm -hmm. you want to (laughs) know. It's terrible. But then you have, like, the Ohio State Reformatory, where it's just, you just, I don't need to go there because something is wrong. More like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Caution. It's
1: more like a caution than it is, like, fuck
0: no. So.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Whereas that has some negative spirits, because, negative spirits, because obviously it would. It was a prison at one time. Um Bobby Mackey has demons, don't go there. No thank you. So, I've heard people that aren't Bobby even Mackey, like Bobby Mackey,
0: no. <laughs> Reformatory.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. <Yeath. laughs> <Yeath. laughs>
0: I have friends that aren't even susceptible to spirits in the parking lot, say so they mm-hmm. couldn't handle it. I'm like, bitch you in the
1: parking lot. No thank you. Oh. I don't even want to drive <laughs> past it. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to drive through the neighborhood it's in. I don't want to drive down the road it's on. I'd, I, know, nope. Sometimes I pass, is it Wilder? Yes. Sometimes I'll pass
0: Wilder, Kentucky going down to a friend's house from where I work. I literally pass the exit to get on Wilder. And every time I see it, I get this very ominous mm-hmm. and I don't like it. I'm like, I will never get off on that motherfucking exit. You, yeah.
1: You're like, I want to get off the exit. <laughs> I'm, I see the sign and I'm like, Hmm. <laughs> no, no yeah, thank you no no, thank you <laughs> how did we get on that nothing against Wilder Kentucky though can we just say we have any listeners from Wilder Kentucky nothing against your city I'm oh yeah sure no I no. not but <laughs> I don't know how did we get on we that? do
0: this usually I remember the trail but <laughs> I don't remember the trail
1: <laughs> tangents anyway back to Bloody Mary um
0: yes <laughs> so of course Excuse Bloody me. Mary in a nutshell say her name three times in the mirror Things happen. Yep. Paranormal
1: Activity 3 is all I can ever think of. Oh about. my God, why? I know, right? That's the only thing I kept thinking of the whole time <laughs> we were getting ready to do this, this fucking Paranormal Activity 3. I that watched was a Paranormal pretty significant activity one last night. That was a pretty significant part of the movie, though, that was really fucked up. Um, or actually, I'm sorry, not last night, the night before, while I quote unquote watched it, I more fell asleep. Don't you love movies like that?
0: That's my that's one of my comfort movies, man. Just fall asleep, <laughs> Conjuring. I woke up to Katie screaming. Have,
1: I have fallen asleep to that movie many every times.
0: single time I wake up at the Conjuring. It's always the same scene. It's the exorcism scene every single time. I've never seem, slept through that.
1: Now you know what's crazy. I seem to fall asleep right at the time when uh, her hair gets pulled. That's when I fall asleep. Really? Yeah. When I have fallen, the times that I have fallen asleep on it where, cause it's my comfort and I'll start to get tired because oh, yeah, I'm winding down. So I'll fall asleep on it. But it's that part. Hmm. It's that part. At least the last two, if not three times that I've fallen asleep on it, it's that part of that movie. And I'm just like, I don't know why. I always fall asleep. Because that's like one of the most fucked up parts of the movie. Does that really happen? I usually <laughs> always fall asleep right when the Warrens get to the house for the first time. They get to the house and then they... And tell me why the zombies... Tell song, me why! I'm sorry. That song by the zombies has been playing on the radio a lot lately. For me. Like, I've been hearing it a lot. What? You, because you like will what text you me you think of? And then you'll text me and then that song will come on and then instantly I'm thinking about The Conjuring. In that scene,
0: I will always think about The Conjuring when I hear that song. Me too. From now on, it's just
1: <sighs> I love that movie. So much. And the zombies got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last year. So who's your daddy? Day. Is he rich? Is he rich like <laughs> me?
0: That's a great fucking song. As he time, any time to show me. to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Everybody's oh like, God. keep going. They're, They're like, no. yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Play it on Spotify. You don't want to hear us scene um, yeah, it. no, that that is one of my comfort movies, but it's so funny because every single time I will never sleep through the through the actually says I might always wake up during it.
1: That's crazy.
0: And I'm always freaked out because when That's I another. wake up, everyone's screaming. And like, <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, because I'm like, when I fall asleep during that movie, I'm like, you know what you're gonna wake up to, so don't freak yourself out.
1: <laughs> and every time you're like, huh!
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm oh. like, oh, oh yeah.
1: Got it's so it. good. Exorcism. Also,
0: one thing to share before we get, before we started to Bloody Mary. If y'all are fans of A1 Steak Sauce. <laughs> if you actually have a bottle of it, please pull it out now. Okay, we have to share this. This has to be shared. So A1 Steak Sauce was established in 1862. For you those know, of you that
1: didn't know, or if you're not looking at a bottle of it right now.
0: Established in 1862. What does that sound familiar? Oh yeah, I think the, the witch trials. Yeah, witch trials in eighteen
1: sixty two.
0: So we came up with a uh, slogan for A One Steak Sauce, and it is this: If you're hanging, go out banging. A <laughs> One Steak Sauce. Because bitch, listen to me right now. Who was it? Who was fucking hanging these witches and being like, you know what we need right now? You know what we need to do besides hanging these witches? Oh my we god. We need steak sauce. That will be around for lifetimes. Because let's be real. If you've never had A1 steak sauce, eat it. Because, actually drink it. Because it's so fucking good. So, I don't know what in the world. They were like, 1862 18, in fucking Massachusetts. They're like, let's just oh, do some wait, steak wait, sauce. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What? Fact
1: check. 1692. 16. Sorry. 1862 though. Now, I don't know if you remember this, because this is... I I meant to say 1692. You're totally fine. (laughs) I don't know if you remember this, though, but in 1862, there was a massive uh, tribal hanging, and that's where Dayton got the name from. Like, Dayton, Ohio. So... It's still tied We're to still a hang- hanging? We're still tied to hanging? a hanging? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is getting dark. I am so sorry. This is getting terrible. I
0: honestly, this for some reason, terrible. when I read 1862, my brain thought 1692. 1692? I don't know why. Please tell me why. Tell it's me it. why. <laughs> my brain saw 1692. I tell me why I, I cannot I read
1: 1862 <laughs> your brain your brain wants to see 1692 my brain wants to go back to Massachusetts that's all it that's all it, that's down it down is too. that's all it is so
0: let what me I'll rephrase see? that it's still a hanging and if you're still a hanging why not go out banging a1 Stakes us <laughs> I'm going to hell <laughs> I'm glad you pointed that out to me because this whole time I'm saying 1862 and my brain's like, that's not right. You're <laughs> wanting it to say 1692, but you keep bringing up 1862. Oh my God, and I know
1: you guys are like, guys, guys, guys. It's been a long week, y'all. This is the point where people scream at their, because I do that in podcasts. I do that too. Where I'm just like, yo, that's not the right, and then I'm like, who am I yelling at? <laughs> They're not here. We can hear you. They, we can hear you. We can hear you. we can hear you. We can hear you. We And we loud and clear. Did you so actually know that, that
0: when you subscribe to our podcast, you actually allow us access into your mic? <laughs> we hear
1: everything. We hear everything. Everything. No. <laughs> They're like no, <laughs> no for real. Not nothing. No, no, we don't care. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like I uh,
0: don't. I'd be like, yeah, you can yell at me. I clearly was like sixteen ninety two, and my brain's like, you're saying eighteen sixty two, bitch. Becky <laughs> Gremlin cleared it up. Thanks, Becky. Still funny. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, Bloody Mary. God,
0: are we ready? <laughs> yeah. come here, come here. Got it. Fifteen minutes later, got it. Bloody Mary is a folklore legend consisting of ghost, phantom, or spirit conjured to reveal the future. She is said to appear in a mirror when her name is chanted repeatedly. The Bloody Mary apparition may begin may, may be benign or malevolent. Male, male, <laughs> I'm done. Malevolent. <laughs> she may begin or malevolent. <laughs> she, Apparition may be benign or malevolent depending on historic variations of the legend. I am so sorry. Everybody's dying right now. Bloody actually. Mary appearances are mostly witnessed in a group participation. <laughs> it just keeps getting better. It really does. I'm about to cry. It just keeps her tail emerged. Her tail emerged. Her tail emerged from British folklore in the 1700s and took on new life with the advent of the internet. Of
1: course, because
0: the internet does
1: nothing to yes. makes nothing better. Bring new life no, to whatever. Kidding. Exactly. Um, so, do you want to just switch off, or do <laughs> you I was like, I was, I figured I'd just like give you a minute to like, I'll read like the next couple paragraphs. So I'll give you a second. So like oh the get to my sexy and, laugh and take a take a moment oh my god that's so funny um so i thought this was really interesting how historically the way the concept of bloody mary came about um so it says here that the divination ritual encouraged young women originally to walk up a flight of stairs backwards, holding a candle and a hand mirror in a darkened house. As they gazed into the mirror, they were supposed to be able to catch a view of their future husband's face. There was, however, a chance that they would see a skull or the face of the grim reaper instead indicating that they were going to die before they would have the chance to marry. That is, that's terrifying. Um, I'm like, that is terrible. This was actually, this is actually, if you guys Google this, it's actually, it's actually depicted on greeting cards. Back in the early 1900s of a woman looking in a mirror and in the reverse image, you see a grim reaper behind her as she's holding a candle. Like I I feel like they're very a macabre grim reaper back behind in the me, day. but for a lot of um, different reasons. Robert Burns, who was a Scottish poet, wrote back in 1787 that if you stand before a mirror eating an apple and holding a candlestick, to do so a spirit will appear. So that was another form of divination. Um, I kind of want to try that. Well, there's a lot of, it's actually, so we go into the next uh, part where it's something called, uh, So it's part of a divination ritual, basically of conjuring spirits using a mirror, so, it says that today's ritual, Bloody Mary, allegedly appears to individuals or groups who re... re- Please don't be me right word. now. I'm, this I'm, is such a word. I'm leaning on you. Who, ritualistically. <laughs> yes. Invoke her name in an act of... Uh, catipo, catipo, blah, 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 blah. Why do I get the hard words right now? Okay, just call it We're just going to start that over again. Just- in the ritual of today, Bloody Mary allegedly appears to individuals or groups who... Ritualistically invoke her name in an act of catatromancy. Katitr- I got it. Let's just call it Kato. Um, it's Kato. For calling it Kato. Um, K-top. Catatromancy. Um, <laughs> is done by repeatedly chanting her name into a mirror placed in a dimly lit or a candlelit room. Um, There's a body of folklore and superstition attributing magical or divinatory properties to mirrors dating all the way back to ancient times. Um, And we've, if you guys remember back to a listeners episode that we did where somebody talked about a scrying mirror and we went into the history with scrying mirrors in um, different spiritual practices and mirrors have always in one shape, form or another had something to do with, being some type of gateway to pull spirits through. Um, So this kind of goes back into the history of that. Um, It goes all the way back into ancient times. Uh, The most familiar of these lingering into modern is the century old superstition that breaking a mirror is bad luck. Uh, The idea of one being able to foretell the future by peering into a mirror actually was first described in the Bible. Um, First Corinthians 13 says, seeing through a glass darkly, uh, there's also mentions of looking glass divination in The Squire's Tale by Chaucer, which was written in 1390, Spencer's The Fairy Queen in 1590, and even in which I remember this in Macbeth, Shakespeare's Macbeth, which was written in 1606, among other literary sources. So there's always been something tied back spiritually, having to do with seeing things in a mirror, whether foretelling the future foretelling a partner you're to marry or conjuring up some type of spirit like bloody mary um so in the case of bloody mary you are to repeat so this is one thing i found really really interesting um i'm more used to and did this as a kid well didn't do it but witnessed it as a kid like in Paranormal activity paramount activity three oh <laughs> I don't even know what word I just said.
0: Plactivity. Um, oh my God. Can that please be a um, spinoff? Paranormal plactivity. Oh my God. The plaque in my
1: teeth. <laughs> it's haunted. <laughs> the plaque in my teeth are Gotta haunted. Gotta go to the dentist. The plaque. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but you always said it three times. The yep. girls in the movie said it three times. As a kid, I remember saying it three times. Now, When it worked there, for me, it was three times. There are several different variations i found online about this the traditions um that are named are that bloody mary is repeated up to 13 times in the mirror some traditions have it three times other traditions have it all the way up to 47 times you say it in the mirror um listen bitch i get to like 20 and be done and be done i'm like if you ain't here yet <laughs> i got to go i got shit to do today like i can't wait for um, you i got shit to do Um, sometimes the phrase is even said with another phrase, like I believe in Bloody Mary or saying like, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, show your fright, show your fright the starry night. Um, so I feel like that's just another way of like conjuring her up, going back into the divination part of it. Um, the Bloody Mary apparition allegedly appears as a corpse, witch or ghost, can be friendly or evil and is sometimes seen or covered in blood. I've even seen where Mm -mm. her eyes are scratched out. Mm -mm. So the lore surrounding the ritual states that the participants may endure the apparition, screaming at them, cursing at them, strangling them, stealing their soul, drinking their blood, or again, like her, scratching their eyes out. Other variations of the ritual call to Bloody Mary have different names. So instead of saying Bloody Mary... Um, Also, the variations of how many times you say Bloody Mary. There's also other names. Um, It's She's gone by Hell Mary, Mary Jane, Mary Worth, and Mary Wales. Yeah. That better conjure up something totally different. And it better work. Um, (laughs) Yes. Um, We'll actually go into a little bit about uh, Mary Worth um, later on. That was actually an old comic strip back in the day. Um, The modern legend of Hanako-san, which is from Japan, strongly parallels the Bloody Mary mythology. So a little bit about the legend of Hanako-san. Can I just say that I'm reading
0: Hanako-san and my brain read Han Solo? That's amazing. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) The Han Solo legend. That's incredible. (laughs) I love it. Han Solo, Han Solo, Han
0: Solo. And then you hear pew
1: pew. I think he uses a Solo cup. I'm sorry.
0: Um, You have to have the solo cup to conjure him. <laughs> a red one. <laughs> and you just hear, pew, pew. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, actually,
1: quick segue to that. There is a YouTube channel by a guy named John Solo that uh, did a really great about 15 minute inter. Interview, fifteen-minute YouTube uh, video back in October on Bloody Mary, which I got a little bit of info from. So if you guys want a chance to check out his page, he does. But you are telling me right
0: now that some dude named John and it's J O N
1: J O N, like John Snow, but John Solo
0: did something about Bloody Mary. When we're talking about Bloody Mary, my fucking brain saw Han Solo. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I know. I don't know. (laughs) You're like, what? That's why I was like, I might as well segue. Give a little props. Um. So the Han Solo, no, (laughs) Hanako-san legend states that she is the spirit of a young girl who haunts school bathrooms. And she is described, um, so I'm guessing that this is the Japanese word for spirit, as a yoka or yuri. The details of her physical appearance vary across different sources, but she is commonly described as having a bob haircut and wearing oh a red skirt or a dress. Guys, if you look up pictures of her, she's actually pretty terrifying. There's one I saw of her holding a teddy bear and I was like, what? It's pretty it's actually scary. Um the details of Hanoko-san's origins also vary depending on the account. Um, some of these are kind of, these are some of these are really fucked up. In certain versions, Hanoko-san was a child who was murdered by a stranger or an abusive parent in the school bathroom. Um, other versions have her as a girl who committed suicide in the school bathroom or that she lived during World War II and was killed during one of the air raids when she hid in the school bathroom during a game of hide and seek. So to summon Honoko-san, it is often said that individuals must enter a girl's bathroom, usually on the third floor of a school, knock three times on the third stall and ask if Hanoko-san is present. If honoko san is there, she will reply with some variation of yes I am, more than likely in Japanese. So hopefully you know how to speak Japanese if you decide to do this, you idiot. Um First depending of all, on the story an individual. Me,
0: <laughs> and there ain't nothing fucking in that. I don't care what language it's speaking. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> i
1: don't give a fuck it could say fuck you and i'm like bitch i'm out <laughs> i'm out so depending on the story the individual may then witness the appearance of a bloody or ghostly hand the hand of hinoko herself may pull the individual into the toilet and the toilet is a gateway to hell or they may be eaten by a three-headed lizard that i'm also assuming speaks japanese uh i'm just saying <laughs> can we make this a movie yeah can somebody get on a hinoko I'm gonna need a Hanoko-san movie. And if I am mispronouncing that, I am so sorry. And I need the Japanese um, to make it. Not so, America. No, no, no. That absolutely cannot be an American. <laughs> it needs made to be movie. Japan. No, it can't. Hey, um, Japanese continue. Japan, Help any <laughs> Japanese directors. Please get on making a Hanoko-san movie. Thank you. I'd even say, honestly,
0: I would be okay with the Sasuke sisters doing that. That's a, an Asian cast. When when I, I read see,
1: that, and I, again, I saw it in that YouTube clip. I thought, of course there's a Japanese version of Bloody Mary, and this version of Bloody Mary sounds badass, and I'm going to need this made into a movie. Please, and thank you. Please. <laughs> <clears throat> as best
0: as anyone can tell, The Legend of Bloody Mary and its compar- comparably gory variants emerged in the early 60s as an adolescent party game. In most versions, there's no connection drawn between the Bloody Mary whose ghost haunts the bathroom mirrors and the British queen of the same name. Likewise, there's no apparent connection between Mary Worth of the legend and the Mary Worth of comic strip fame. Mary Worth is an American newspaper comic strip that had an eight-decade run from 1938. So we're going to go into the Queen
1: Mary first of England, which is the um, Mary Worth, correct? Well, no, 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 no. One of the other variations of the name Bloody Mary was Mary Worth, um, and there's no connection. So what they're telling you is that there's no connection between Mary Worth the comic and Mary Worth the legend tied to Bloody Mary. There's also no no connection. Even though Queen Mary the First of England was known as Bloody okay. Mary, we're going to go into the reason why she was called Bloody Mary, but she is in no way tied to the Bloody Mary legend. My brain was like, can't compute. No, it's fine. Because <laughs> some people think that. If people know their history and know that she was known as Bloody Mary, some people think that she is the person being conjured in some variations of it. But she, we're going to go into why she got that nickname really quick, and it has nothing to do with the folklore of Bloody Mary. So
0: Mary I, also known as Mary Tudor, was the Queen of England and Ireland from July 1553 until her death. She is best known for her vigorous attempt to reverse the English Reformation which had begun during the reign of her father Henry VIII. She restored to the church some of the property taken from it in previous two in, her, in the previous two reigns. She was not able to legislate to force those two those who at the time held property which had been plundered from the Catholic church and the monasteries. During her five-year reign, Mary had over 280 religious dissenters burned at the stake in the Marian in the Marian persecutions which led to her denunciation as Bloody Mary by her Protestant opponents.
1: Yeah. So she restored the Catholic Church uh, as her father, Henry VIII, in the five years that she reigned as queen. So anybody that was not Catholic, namely Protestants, over 280 of them. So, um, yes, anybody that was against the Catholic Church, namely Protestants, were gathered up over 280 of them. And uh, right in the middle of a square, and it was called the Marian Persecutions, and they were all burned at the stake. So yeah, she was pretty fucking ruthless, but that is not the Bloody Mary that you will conjure up if you say the name in the mirror. So... Oh, not a Victorian queen? Maybe she'll give you a Bloody Mary, but if you don't like V8 juice, Ooh, then... I hate tomato juice. Oh, well. And celery. It's all just wrong for me. I... Um, <laughs> what's so funny is it was my mom's drink of choice I hated them and now I love them I so I feel like say... it's something that came with age but see guys I like zhuzh mine up okay I put like hot sauce in it a little salt a little pepper strip of bacon boom it's like a whole motherfucking meal when I <laughs> make it. goddamn Bloody Mary okay that's like breakfast you feeling good breakfast right? is breakfast <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing Bevis, <laughs> When I found that gift, that was, I was so happy.
0: Girl, let me tell you something though. If you were to conjure up Bloody Mary and she was just chilling and she was all freaky and you were freaking out and then she was like, and "Just handed you a Bloody Mary." Oh, I'd be like, "Thank you." You'd be like, "Oh, girl, we can have. We,
1: this is fine. We right? can hang." <laughs> you gonna do this every time? Keep these coming. <laughs>
0: And then you realize, like, all the ingredients in your kitchen that make Bloody Mary's is just gone, and you're like, Bitch, don't use my ingredients. Go find Joan. Seriously. And then bring it back. Folklorist Alan Dunes had suggested that Bloody Mary is a metaphor for the onset of puberty in girls. I feel like that is a personal attack on
1: periods. Yeah. Same. <laughs> All the girls out there being like, hey. Yeah, when I read this, I was like, really? And a man figured this out? Yeah, good for you. I mean, he's kind of not wrong. (laughs) I mean, yeah.
0: Describing both the fear of one's body changing and the excitement of the taboo nature of sex. You gave me this one. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Others argue that the story is just the product of an overactive childhood imagination. Developmental psychologist Jean... Pygat? I, yes. Describes this as nominal realism, the belief that words and thoughts can influence real world events. And actually, I
1: feel like that's accurate. Excuse me. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, I don't know about looking at Bloody Mary as a metaphor for puberty. No. But. I mean, you get a Bloody Mary every month. That's definitely him tying in something to do with periods that's like... Yeah, because he said onset of puberty in girls. He's obviously like, ooh, you don't period.
0: Bloody Mary, I'm funny. Go fuck yourself, Alan Dunes.
1: (laughs) We don't even know who you are and we don't like you.
0: I don't need you mansplaining my
1: period. Thank you. Oh, definitely. (laughs) You don't have a uterus, stay out of mine. (laughs) Oh, my. Staring
0: into a mirror in a fully dick room. In a fully dent room.
1: (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) Just dents everywhere. (laughs) Fully dent room. That sounds terrible. It sounds awful.
0: Staring into a mirror in a dimly lit room for prolonged period can cause one to hallucinate. That's actually very accurate. I will have my eyes play tricks on me so much when I'm in a dimly lit room. Oh, yeah.
1: Yep. I'll think I see something when I don't, especially in a mirror. I would think a Yeah, because it's going to be, be it's, it's gonna pointing be behind you, so yeah. you're going to
0: freak yourself out anyway. Yeah. Um facial features may appear to quote unquote melt, distort, dis- disappear, rotate, or other hallucinatory elements such as animal or strange faces may appear. That is so accurate. Um that's actually freaked me out real bad before because you you really do think you see stuff when you don't. Mhm. It's just weird when a dimly, when a dim light in a room makes you just think you see things that you really don't, which is probably why they do
1: that shit a lot in haunted houses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lighting is everything. I mean, <clears throat> you notice that even in sca- certain scary movies, it's like they purposefully keep the, t- the lighting of the movie a few shades darker than any other genre of movie because it's like setting the suspense for what's about to happen no one turns on a goddamn light turn on a fucking light Look, i have every motherfucking light on taped like look this is what we're doing
0: i turn on the lights as i walk down the hallway every single light i turn on my bedroom light when i leave i turn on the hallway light i'm like i gotta see bitch it's like i can't see (sighs) giovanni caputo (laughs) caputo of the University of Urbino, writes that this phenomenon, which he, which he calls the strange face illusion, is believed to be a consequence of disassociative identity effect, which causes the brain's facial recognition system to misfire in a currently unidentified way. Other possible explanations for the phenomenon include illusions attri- attributed, at least partially, to the perceptual effects of Troxer's fading. Optical illusion affecting visual perception when one fixates on a particular point for even a short period of time. An unchanging stimulus away from a fixation point will fade away and disappear, and possibly self-hypnosis.
1: Yeah, so that Trotzler's fading thing I've actually heard of. It's just, if you focus, like, on a particular, and I'm sure some people have probably seen that in, like, Instagram or Facebook posts where it'll tell you to, like, focus on this dot and then all of a sudden you'll start to like see something spin around it. And that's, it's literally your eyes playing tricks on you. Cause you're, there's nothing there, but because you focused on one particular spot, the fixation on that point will start to go away. And it like changes your, the unchanging of the stimulus changes your visual perception. Um, that's so fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> I thought about, so when you, so the part that we read about, um, having the facial distortions in a mirror specifically, it made me think about the mirror at Myrtle's plantation. I feel like that's probably one, which oh, eventually wow. that is going to be a haunted place that we are definitely going to do a podcast episode about. But um, I, I was just, that just, I happened to think since we were talking about this specifically and it having so much to do with mirrors, that that's probably the most famous case that I know of is the supposed face in the mirror, handprints on the mirror that just, show up but how do you know if that's i mean as old as as old as that uh building is or place is or even that mirror could that just come from distortion of the mirror as well as your eyes playing tricks on you the same thing has also been said for window panes be very careful looking at window panes because of distortions Hmm. and the reflection it can do the same thing make your eyes think you're looking at a spirit when all it is is just distortions in the in the reflection, right? So, <clears throat> well, I mean,
0: was it the people that we were at um, the Borden House with? Didn't yeah. they go to Myrtle's plantation? Yeah, they That's did. where she got that crazy apparition. Now photo? she
1: had a picture. There were not any pictures in the mirror, but I brought this up. I brought that up about the the pictures in the the pane of glass mm-hmm. because wasn't it in a
0: pane of glass that
1: one? Yes, and this one, guys, this one definitely was not due to trochler syndrome at all, no. or any, any <laughs> trochler fading or whatever that had to do with the perception. That was clearly a face. Well, wasn't there clearly a Clearly like a face, like clearly, it was like face, top of the body, neck, everything. Yeah, that was a very clear, so that's why we're saying like, it's- it's probably likely that you could see something in a mirror or could see something in a reflection. We're not saying that doesn't happen, but um just keeping in mind that that it is very well likely too that your eyes could be playing tricks on you depending on um the lighting of the room, the reflection, mm-hmm. if it's a window pane, if it's a mirror, if the mirror's smudged, if there's been fingerprints on it, if it's an older mirror and it may be bent in some way that you may not be aware of looking at it straight on, but you look at it from the side and that if there's a ripple in the mirror in any way that can cause a significant, significant distortion. So, um, plus also we obviously know that the bloody Mary thing is not real and, and I don't know. Well, (laughs) Casper will be sharing a story later, but we do want to give a quick disclaimer that if anybody does decide to do any of these things, especially the one involving walking down steps, we are not responsible if your dumbass falls. Um, I think it, and we're not responsible if you're if you're conjuring anything up. But real quick, we I'm going to finish off and let you tell your story. So like so many other horror legends and traditional ghost stories, Bloody Mary has proven a natural adaptation into popular movies, novels, uh, comic books, and even dolls. Released straight to DVD in 2005. Guys, I didn't even know this existed. Um, But apparently the original movie, Urban Legend, that came out in 1998 had a sequel and then a third movie to come out later. And the third movie that came out in 2005 was called Urban Legends, Bloody Mary. Um, and it was its own take on the Bloody Mary legend. I read about it, and apparently 30 years ago, this girl got killed. This girl named Mary got killed by some football players, and <clears throat> 30 years later, she's coming back to haunt the kids of the football play. I feel like that story's already been done. But anyway, that was their take on the Bloody Mary legend. Oh, your parents did this to me? I'm coming back for your children. Um, it's like, Freddy? I feel like we've heard... Thank you. I feel like we've heard this story <laughs> before. So, um, I mean, he was a pedophile, but still. <laughs> so, you know, there have been, um, yeah, I've seen several different video games, books, things that have to do with Bloody Mary. Um, and then uh, we just discovered earlier that Lady Gaga made a song called Bloody Mary. It was on her Born This Way album. So that I was like, oh, okay, I didn't even know that. I wonder why um, they call the
0: drink Bloody Mary a Bloody Mary.
1: I'll look that up because I actually looked that up earlier, and uh i it was not tied to the folklore um so most notably, like I mentioned earlier, uh Candyman came out in nineteen ninety two and horror writer Clive Barker essentially constructed a pseudo urban legend by appropriating the chanting ritual chanting ritual from that movie um where various characters in the film summon the ghost of a black slave brutally lynched in the eighteen hundreds by repeating the name Candyman. Five times in front of a mirror. So, yeah, that was, um. so like I said, 92, I was about nine. So I was, you know, eight or nine. And that was around the time that movie came out. So not only during sleepovers are people talking about conjuring up Bloody Mary by saying her name, then they're talking about conjuring up Candyman saying his name. And if anybody, you know, if you saw that movie as a kid, that movie is The movie's pretty fucking scary. It's still pretty scary concept. It's still pretty scary. But yeah, definitely as a kid, that is a very, very scary fucking movie. So um, I never tried Candyman since Bloody Mary worked. I just,
0: I was like, nah. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I really wouldn't be playing around with that if
0: one was like... I think one of the reasons why Bloody Mary worked for me was exactly going back to the beginning of what we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast. I was so curious about that stuff, I think it worked for me because it was, I was so curious and I wanted it. Like I genuinely wanted it to happen. I wasn't scared. I wanted it to happen. So I think that's why
1: they were like, sure.
0: This one wants it to happen. Let's do it.
1: (laughs) Okay. I found where it came from. Um, It said that the drink Bloody Mary, so there's several origins, but one of the most popular ones was that it was inspired by a Hollywood star by the name of Mary Pickford. She was born in 1892 and died in 1979. And it says that, um, other people, so she worked, let me see, there was a, oh wait, no, I'm sorry. I totally screwed that up. Um. Apparently it was her drink of choice. She just drank vodka and tomato juice and the name just stuck. Um, There was also a bartender by the name of Mary that worked at a bar called the Bucket of Blood. And they say that she, being a bartender, was the one who came up with the drink concept of tomato juice and vodka and then basically named it after herself. Um... So, yeah, there's been several different stories of just the name of Mm -hmm. a Mary connecting to um, this particular drink. Um, It's said that it was actually originally, uh, it's been thought to have been around since the 1920s, but just varying accounts of where it came from, so... But none of that, again, is tied to the no. bloody Mary lore anyway. But like I said, if I said bloody Mary and you and one of those pops up, I would not be mad. No? I would not be mad at all. I'd be like, oh, you can I would just give mine to you.
0: <laughs> Keep eat them ba- coming. I'd eat the piece of bacon, but you can have the rest of it. I would <laughs> take the
1: bacon. Like you got some hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put some hot sauce on the bacon. Okay, so I'm, yeah, I'm so... This will be interesting, because I've never actually heard a story of anybody that's...
0: It actually happened. Happened to. So, when I was a kid, and of course, I was so into all this shit, um, because it was taboo in our family. Someone told me the legend of Bloody Mary, but the way they told it was that if you say her name three times in a mirror, a woman shows up holding a baby. Because <clears throat> she killed her baby. So, it was almost like a mixture between Bloody Mary and La actually. Wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. That's. <clears throat> so. That wasn't even a variation. No. That I had found about. So, that's why I'm, like, interested. To, like, it was very
0: cool, like, learning about it now. Because I'm, like, that's not what I was told at all. Um. So, that's what I was told. And me being my curious ass self. Because <clears throat> I did light as a feather, stiff as a board, and it worked. Um creepy as hell and we also used to do the game back in the day and sleepovers where you would i don't remember the exact thing that you do or say but scratches appear on your back i can't i don't i cannot remember what it is have you did you ever do that with your no. friends as a kid you were smart hell so no. uh yes yeah. it was some kind of like you would someone would sit their back to you and you would tell a story about something, I don't remember what it was, and their back would be covered with their shirt, and then you would touch their back, or you would do something to their back, and then they, you would lift their shirt, and three scratches would appear yeah. on their yeah. back, and that motherfucking worked for me too. So apparently my exorcist demon has been following me around for some time. <laughs> so, um, anyway... The Bloody Mary one, I was like, I want to try this. So I got a couple girls that I went to school with. This is when I went. This is before I went to. I was homeschooled, um, and we actually had us. I went to a private school and we had a bathroom, a public bathroom, and there were three of us. And we went into the bathroom and locked the door. We're not supposed to do that, but we didn't care. We went to the bathroom, turned off all the lights, locked the door, we're said, rebels. "I know we're the terrible." We, of course, checked the entire bathroom before we started it to make sure no one else was in there. It was just us three. And we stood in front of the mirror, and I said Bloody Mary three times. And at first, it was real quiet. And then I heard dripping. Like, water dripping. Which I understand. People are like, well, you're in a bathroom. There was no water dripping before I said that. It wasn't happening before. So, when we heard the water dripping, I said, do you guys hear that that dripping? And someone said, yeah, I said, turn on the light. And when she turned on the light on the ceiling, there was, like, a blood stain okay. that was never there before. Okay. Oh, it gets better. And then we all, when we all looked up at it, we heard a baby crying. A legitimate ch- child, like a baby, like a little baby crying. We ran. I fucking terrified me. So it fucking worked.
1: What? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I got chills all over my body right now because I'm, I'm remembering like, that. Como si, what?
1: <laughs> and of how, course, how big was the blood spot on the ceiling? Like, what would you compare it to? Like basketball sized? like baby pool sized? Like how? Like big, a basketball like, size, size that just looked like a
0: like a stain or like someone just poured, like if you took this much water, like there's about one fourth of the bottle of water left. Cause you guys can't see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you, I took this and it was blood and I just went and like that. that for, yeah. So that's what the blood spot
1: looked like. And then when we all looked up at it, that's so when we heard the baby crying. It didn't like form. It's like, as soon as you flip the light on, it was just there. Baby crying, bolt the fuck out. Okay. I didn't see her. I
0: didn't see anything except the blood. But we, of course, you know, we were freaked the fuck out. Well, if you'd have
1: stayed long enough, you probably, probably. would have. Yeah.
0: So when we went back later in the day, and we, because we were like, maybe that stain was there, and we didn't see
1: it. You know, you try to rationalize that shit. First of all, there ain't no babies where we were. <laughs> and it's like, did we just did we not look up at the ceiling before we went in there? Right, and it wasn't there. And so we literally went back about a couple hours later, the same day, looked
0: up, nothing was there. Okay. So yeah, it worked. It was. It's weird that we heard a baby crying because that's not in any of the. Lores. that's what's fucking me up
1: real bad, because I'm like, why did we hear a baby crying? No, the only stories that I've heard uh, connected anywhere to who Bloody Mary would be, and these were ones that came back um, so the one, I know the one particular, so of course we used Wikipedia, because that is just an amazing website with a plethora of information especially when we were doing um for this particular uh podcast episode but there was another article that I wanted to reference that I looked up that I got quite a bit of information from and this one actually shared a hold on I will find this this one actually shared a story um a little bit of a story and, but this was based on what's kind of like you, like you had heard about a baby. This was something that they had heard of. Um And what it had to do with, it was a 14 year old girl that was murdered in some way. It's never defined. Sometimes in certain ways, it's kind of like the Hanokusan. san mm-hmm. She was either raped by a boyfriend and murdered mm-hmm. or uh, a group of, friends murdered her or something yeah yeah something to that effect and uh yeah and that just but that again it was always that that was never tied to one specific story like where somebody said that like oh okay this is that's where this mary came from um so yeah this was an article sorry guys i found it by David Emery back in September of 2018 on liveabout.com and uh it is explaining the legend of bloody mary in the mirror. So yeah that was uh it was a story from 1994 and uh it was about the 14 year old girl um there was also another story Back in the 60s, about uh, a girl whose face was somehow disfigured, so they covered up all the mirrors in the home. And the one day that she uh, uncovered the mirror and saw her face, um, she screamed so loudly that it broke all the mirrors in the house, and that she used one of the shards and killed herself. And so that's what led to the Bloody Mary lore. Wow. So, yeah, there's... But then again, that's not a story that's corroborated in any shape or form. Nobody's ever been able to do police records to go Mm -hmm. back to find a Mary. And even if you did happen to find one, you know, like we said in the notes, there are stories that go all the way back to the 1700s about this Bloody Mary lore. So... It could literally come from any number of different legends because that's how urban legends go. Um, And I'm not saying it's real one way or the other, but I do believe that any type of conjuring or divination is. So anything that you put to word that you give power that you believe enough in will manifest itself. So again, I reiterate, I don't recommend trying this um it is supposed to be a gag it is supposed to be something that isn't real but like casper said something did significantly happen to her i believe her because we have been together when instances have happened to each other and she's just as much of an empath as i am and we we just both know that we've had experiences and uh it's
0: just like i said right before i told it i just wanted it to happen yeah
1: i wouldn't chance fate. And obviously you were at a different point in your life Yeah, and you wouldn't do that now. But no. <laughs> for anybody else out there, I would not chance fate at all. Don't do it. Because do I think it's it was a it. spirit that showed itself? Probably not. Right.
0: Probably not a spirit that made the light as a feather, stiff as a board happen. Probably not a spirit that had this three scratches on the back because that's a significant number for something else. Well like
1: you said, you could have had a your demon experience could have been tied to you way back longer than what you thought and you're just now realizing it through other experiences that happened to you. Yeah. Where it could literally all be connecting. The dots and
0: it wouldn't make it wouldn't honestly and i believe the
1: same way yeah same it
0: wouldn't thing. surprise me either especially because of how into that shit i was when i was younger because i wasn't taught and i wanted to know about it so much like when you when you go to a church that i did they teach about angels of course and they're like heavy on the angels and heavy on god and they're just like yeah satan
1: yeah demons and i'm like but I want to know more about those. And I don't think you're the only one. I think any child, you know, now thinking more about it, I think any kid that's brought up, indoctrinated, especially in a religious practice, that you could become. And some obviously are a little bit more than others, but um, as a child, you're just curious anyway. Mm-hmm. So if you're structured around this live, follow, obey thing, you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, a lot of kids are very inquisitive. I was a very inquisitive child. You know, Same. that's why even though I went to church a few times as a kid, I was very young when I was like, okay, this, and but luckily I wasn't, it wasn't pushed on me, you know. I mean, I still went, but I was, I was figuring I would figure things out where I was like, I'm calling bullshit. Like I'm like seven years old. I didn't call it. I obviously didn't know what bullshit was, but I'm like seven and I'm like, yeah, something about that don't sound right. Just saying. And then if you asked for an explanation, you were immediately like, you don't need an explanation. So, and then that, that really turned me, that was a big thing that turned me off for religion because you were just supposed to accept it. And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I feel I knew like it, I have questions. I knew it like seven years old that this made no sense and I really need somebody to explain it to me and I'm not just going to take, well, that's God's word. And I'm like, but God ain't making no sense. <laughs> My mom would always be like,
0: you know, you, you have to abstain from all appearances of evil. And I'm like, but you need to know your adversary. You need to know your enemies. And I'm like, I was raised not knowing shit about demons. Just that they roamed the earth and tripped people. And I'm like, me being my, I'm obsessed with paranormal shit self, was seeing that this stuff was working and I was fascinated by that. I was like, oh my god, this stuff is actually working. The paranormal is real. Demons are real. And I probably ended up crossing a line without realizing I crossed the line. So when I watched The Exorcist, it just was, that was the, hey, I'm here kind of moment. But now looking back on it, I'm like, I bet every time that thing, that anything I did like that worked, it was because it was already there. It was already
1: planted. Oh Yeah, I don't recommend. So, yeah. I don't recommend doing that. Uh... We don't recommend any scrying. We don't recommend any conjuring. We don't recommend fucking with Ouija boards. Luigi boards. We Is don't that a recommend
0: Lu- Ouija board?
1: Ouija a Luigi board? Um. Got it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. Nailed it. We don't recommend fucking with any of that stuff. It's just not worth it. Evil spirits are real. Demons are real. Demons walk among us, so just to go out in your everyday life and you'll feel enough of them around you that you don't need. You ever walk to by go somebody and get a horrific up.
0: vibe? All the yeah, time. Yeah. Think about that. Yep. Even just fucking at so- Walmart. Just walking by somebody at Walmart. Oh, God. Like, oh, Lord, Walmart's Jesus. the worst.
1: I feel like that's <laughs> where serial killers just go for fun.
0: <laughs> oh, well, hey, attacked. Sorry, I know. <laughs>
1: Sorry. <laughs> Tell them my side job. God damn. Speaking of serial killers. No. Um, We hope you guys enjoyed Bloody Mary. Now go this get a Bloody fun. Mary. This was fun. I really want one now. Ugh. Y'all are nasty. <laughs> I
0: just don't like tomato juice. That's what I'm it like, is. I know. I know. And I'm like man. Because I love, it. love vodka. Good lord. Yeah. If you want to put like this much tomato juice and about this much vodka. <laughs> then we're talking. With the bacon.
1: And then we got it. With the bacon. Yeah. With the- <laughs> a little bit of hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> we, got we got it. it. <laughs> no celery. No yeah i will take that (laughs) so guys next week is definitely serial killers like when i said about serial killers no (laughs) <laughs> oh, no. Becky here at Don't fuck with the original Does not endorse anything that Casper just said About Ted Cruz Or any affiliates there no. Do you guys remember I feel like I have to read a disclaimer <laughs> I was here legitimately joking know. I'm sorry um, I still think that was the funniest
0: shit That was really funny Do you guys remember back when um, Ted Cruz Was like a thing and um, Like running for president Like such. you know just a thing and um people were coming at him, calling him the Zodiac Killer. I d- That shit's funny.
1: <laughs> I thought it was funny.
0: Um. So that tells you, next week, we are talking about the Zodiac Killer. Yes.
1: Which I'm Richard excited about. Rem- well, no, it wasn't Richard Ramirez. Shit. <laughs> no. It was a night stalker. <laughs> I need to go to bed. Nobody knows um, who the Zodiac Killer is. Isn't that fucked up, though? That's so fucked up literally nobody knows who that is nobody knows <laughs> the trouble I've seen and I feel like which we'll do this as a podcast episode too but the stories of that one and the killer from the, from the Texarkana murders that inspired the town that dreaded sundown movie that's fucked up that, too those are both just oh my gosh there's just something about unsolved murders like that yeah, are because they still, it still to this be day out there. like um, you don't have a fucking clue well and apparently with the zodiac killer there were three different ciphers that were sent to newspapers and only one of the ciphers was ever decoded the other two supposedly are once they're decoded are supposed to give you the identity of the killer who by now if he's still alive he would be in his 70s, He's 80s, old. he would be quite old. Yep.
0: And, and grandpa.
1: even if he was in good shape for that age, he would still be quite old. Not not to say that he shouldn't be caught and tried for his crimes, no matter how fucking old he is, but right, you know, stranger things have happened. Uh, the Golden State Killer got Dude, away that, with do you for so that? many that years and was finally caught, and that guy was a fucking cop at one time. Like, so with DNA evidence, who who knows? Um, and it's crazy because there was even a witness, one of the most famous ones, um, and especially if you guys, oh my gosh, if you guys have never seen the movie Zodiac, I highly recommend. Even though parts of the movie were fictionalized, um, I know Jake Gyllenhaal was in it. I believe Mark Ruffalo was in it as well. I'll double check on that. But that movie was brilliant. Um, and the one scene in particular of the couple on the beach that got stabbed, that part in the movie is so hard to watch there's no music there's nothing it's just like this deafening silence and just hearing people get stabbed and the guy end up living and yeah that that's just a crazy case so i am i am really excited to do the zodiac killer like that's gonna be a crazy fucking one and i never thought i never thought to do the cyphers that'd be cool we should find the ciphers and post them.
0: See if Ooh, you guys, yes.
1: see if you guys want to try to figure out. Can you Zodiac. decipher the five the fifer? The fifer, I don't know. <laughs> decipher, the cipher, decipher, decipher the cipher. Decipher the ciphers, of pfeiffer to piper. Yes, the movie came out in 2007. Mark Ruffalo, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Robert Downey Jr. are in it. That is a phenomenal movie. Fucking I'm going to watch it again it cuz it's been a while. It is so good. And yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it too, but it's, it's been a while. Any Zodiac it, I think any adaptation movie of the Zodiac Killer out of any of them cuz there's been a couple of them. This one's the best. This one's by far the best. That was I think that was mine. I was like, "Was that you or was that me?" If you guys heard that, that was just the demon in my stomach. I apologize. Um
0: that's my fat kid. That's
1: Bloody Mary coming out through my stomach? Uh,
0: <laughs> you're, that's all you're thinking about right now. So your stomach's like, I want it. It's like Bloody Mary. I'm just going to say it three times. Out of my stomach. <laughs> all right, guys. So a word from our sponsor. Calm your body down. I'm making your laugh a part of the... A part of the... Because every time I do the it, it, you laugh, so
1: now. it never gets old. It, it doesn't get old. Um, so, guys, if you've been checking on the Instagram, um, for those who have checked out the uh, website, thank you so much. Um, you know, it's a work in progress. Just building a domain, I feel like something with the website is really important because, um, you know, at some point, Etsy, Etsy's been good to me. But at some point, the company will branch out and the website will be exclusive. Um, just all the way across the board, but for now, um, it was just kind of a platform to give people who are new followers and new shoppers an idea of how the company itself was established, also with links to the social media and the Etsy shop. Um, for right now, uh, everything that's posted is for sale and uh, free shipping all across the board, and if any of the followers on Instagram had paid attention. The uh, Instagram story poll is in, and everybody voted on the hot chocolate scent. So that is going to be the new scent. Um, Do you want to know it will something really be on really sale, sale funny Friday. didn't vote for the hot chocolate? You didn't. You want to <laughs> I didn't. I voted rose water. Cause Um, I'm a weirdo. The Rosewater will be coming. That is an idea that I have thrown around that I've been wanting to do. Um, but I think I'm, I think I'm going to save that one. We've got Valentine's day coming up in February, spring and March and April. Um, so there'll be plenty. I'm going to mess around with some floral scents. Uh, but I really like the idea of the Rosewater one. So even though the hot chocolate one run out one out, the Rosewater one is still going to be an option in the future. But, um, Yeah, so that will be available on Friday for sale at the Etsy shop. And again, it's free shipping across the board. Um, I still have not worked out a new DFWTO coupon code yet, but that will be coming soon. Everything's going to be posted on either the website or the Instagram page. So thank you to everybody and just keep checking back for details.
0: Calm your body down. Early that day. was early.
1: <laughs> what well, <it> was, <laughs> was, oh, yeah, like yeah, was early? I was early. I feel like my laugh was early. I was like, oh it. crap, I didn't time that right. You
0: fucked. Yeah, fucked. So, should we tell them our surprise today? What we did? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Guys, you should totally do it. We are legitimately, officially going to Waverly Hills, not Place. I'm proud of you. <laughs> it's the little things. We bought our tickets today, and we are officially going to Waverly Hills Sanatorium in August. And beep, I am beep, so beep. fucking excited. Listen, I need my ghost hunting back. I need to go do that, like, now. <laughs> That's like, same. It's like a high for me that I need. <laughs> I am so excited about this. I'm also terrified. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, I was excited about the reformatory, and I was slightly scared but here i'm like i'm not gonna lie i am absolutely
1: terrified (laughs) well i think what's going to be honestly i think what's going to be more for me is not so much the spirits that we're going to encounter because again like we mentioned spirits in a prison um you're gonna run into a lot more negative because of just what happened there and the hole and whatnot it was just awful um but the sanitarium was a place of healing um whether you know, even though some of their ways of healing were not very non-conventional, um, so unfortunately some people did suffer as a result of horrible tuberculosis. So I feel like there, I'm I'm trying to prepare myself more for the sadness I'm probably going to feel. There's probably going to be a lot more sadness and emotional parts of being there. Uh, but I think just what ini- initially is going to scare me is that it's very dark. It's going to be very dark when it starts when we get there. And that's going to freak me the fuck out because I don't like the dark. I have so I'm in my 30s. I still sleep with a nightlight. I don't care. big. I do not like the dark. And it's huge. <sighs> this place is humongous. This is going to be... I mean, for us being new to ghost hunting, this is going to be probably, if not... if. Depending on what we do in the future, (laughs) this is going to be, to date, the biggest place we've ever been to, to do a ghost hunt. So, this is going to be, like, off the charts. Yeah, we thought the Reformatory was big. Mm. Oh, no. No, Waverly is way bigger.
0: Waverly? We're going to drive
1: up on that bitch, and I'm going to be, like... It's going to be, like, the size of two. Like, two Reformatories put together. It's going to be... Maybe even a half. I think the size (laughs) of it is what's going to freak me out. But I think once I'm in there... And I kind of get my bearings to where we are. Once I start feeling, there's going to be a lot of sadness. I have a feeling.
0: Honestly, probably within the first 15 minutes, we're both going to be just because a lot of kids because it's going to be it's going to be getting used to the emotion that we're feeling. It kind of kind of almost like the reformatory when they gave us the the tour, and we both walked into that uh, room, and we were both like. Whoa. Holy shit. It was, like, so overwhelming. I think at the first... We'll probably both cry quite a bit at the beginning because it will will be a different feeling. It won't be as much anger. It'll be more sad. It's going to be a lot of
1: sadness. A lot of kids died there. You know, the tuberculosis epidemic was horrific. It killed off so many people and so many families were separated from... Other family members for months, years until they were able to either find some way to cure them or they just died and sometimes they died very early on um, it, it just it was tragic it was just such a tragic tragic, tragic thing, and you know a place like that that had to deal with that um yeah that's gonna be a rough one, but i am I am in incredibly excited i really am me too i mean every any any ghost hunting ghost hunting show or anything that you guys are familiar with ghost hunters ghost adventures they've all been there they've all had i think ghost hunters has been there twice like Mm -hmm. they talk about how incredibly two places that they constantly would frequent was waverly hills and eastern state which we're going to go. See and I think too. Eastern State's like, that's like number one. Waverly's got to be at least number two. Oh, yeah. They're like neck sure. and neck of most haunted places in America. So I mean, sit and
0: think about it. the fact that we're going to be in literally
1: one of the absolute no, most the haunted places in the country. I think in the top five, Waverly, Eastern State, and Myrtle's Plantation are, are somewhere in there for sure. I'm pretty sure the, the boarding house hear, is in the top ten. I they're think the ones you hear about the most. The Stanley Hotel is in that too. That is definitely in there. Oh, I yeah. can't wait till we do it. Episode about that. Oh
0: my it's god! Going I'm just to gonna. So can't fun. we have to go?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. We're definitely gonna go. That's on like, the list. Shining. <laughs> That's on the list. <laughs> so we many have a list. Is on the list. Oh, yeah, we definitely have a list. <laughs> I suggest you make a list as well. I suggest. It's 2020. Make lists. <laughs> it's 2020. Make a list. We make lists
0: in 2020. <laughs> That's what we do. Okay, guys, we'll see you next week. Don't forget eh, Zodiac eh, Killer. Eh, watch the Zodiac. I'll eh. do it here in a second. I love you. <laughs> I, re- I remembered it. I was just she's like, like I got it. I <laughs> um, got it. This Zodiac time. Killer next week. Make sure to watch that movie if you have it. Just please. as a reference because it's, it's actually so good. really good. Please
1: watch it. Please.
0: Um, I'm gonna rewatch it just because it's been so fucking long. And, um, of course, our social media, if you would like to give us a follow on any of our social media because I have started posting a lot more memes and a lot more news articles, which, by the way, guys, I will be posting a new uh, news article tomorrow about the new Chucky series, and I'm fucking stoked, and I can't fucking wait. There's so many more
1: details we know about it. Oh. And it's just got me even more excited. Oh. So <laughs> that's literally the noise I made when I saw it. I was like,
0: oh. <laughs> Um, so, if you want to give us a follow on social media, we have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All that don't fuck with the original, make sure to spell it out to the letter. Uh, Twitter handle is DFWTO8811. If you would like to give us a follow or subscribe, we are on Podbean, Castbox, Podcast Player, Podcast Addicts, and Spotify. Please give us a follow. That way you know when we have new episodes coming out. New episode will come out next Wednesday. We can't wait to see you. I guess, see you, hear you. Be here. Oh, we can see you too. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> okay guys, have a good week. Bye. Bye.